0: And Peter. Good morning, my love.
1: Good morning, my love.
0: How'd you sleep last night?
1: Really well.
0: Ooh, that's a new one. Was it like a five Xanax night?
1: No, just two.
0: Always. Yeah. Always.
1: Glad I slept well. Woke up before my alarm again.
0: Ooh, that's good. Feeling
1: good. What about you?
0: Good. I woke up with my alarm. Uh I feel like I, I reflexively went and just like laid on the couch to be like oh I'm gonna get like another 15 minutes of sleep but I laid down and I kind of like I closed my eyes for maybe three minutes and then I just like really felt motivated to get up and so I got yes. up and I yeah and so I just started doing stuff like I I worked out immediately like I'm trying to be more Andrew Huberman right he's the zeitgeist bro science Stanford neurologist ophthalmologist whatever guy um and so yeah, so one of his things is, like, get up and, like, uh, like do something that immediately raises your heart rate. Like, he, he says something along the lines of, uh, you know, go out and run like someone's chasing you with a syringe full of poison. Something like that. Uh-huh. And while I don't do that, I did uh, my grip work routine that I, that I have been doing for a while. Uh, which, by the way that grip work routine like my fingers are developing these like hard spots on them not like calluses or anything but like my fingers are getting thicker at spots and they're like i'm like breaking blood vessels kind of in my fingertips and they feel really good like really like supple and strong and i think it's just like my body like reacting to the the force that I'm asking it to be under with the grip training. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's really fun. And I've noticed that my wrists have gotten thicker because I've had to change the size of my band on my Fitbit. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's fun. That's really good stuff. And then I also did my core work for the morning, which is like a friend of ours got us this thing called a, a stealth. Uh, and it's a way to like you there. There's a phone app that you can basically set up a game on that uses this peripheral, this like triangle shaped piece of plastic that swivels on a base and you basically put your forearms on the triangle part of it and the swivel base part on the ground and then you do a plank on it basically and yeah it just like gamifies work in your abs and so i try to do that for like six and a half minutes total a day and so i did that in two sessions three minutes and 40 seconds on the first one then 310 on the second one so that Mm -hmm. got me over my six and a half for the day Mm -hmm. so yeah feeling good about the morning routine i uh Got uh, started on some projects, some organization stuff, just housekeeping. Uh, caught up on my email. And, yeah, then I just started like going through my uh, personal project stuff because I'm waiting on some client things. Cool. Yeah.
1: Good morning. Yeah, very
0: good morning. So, yeah, I'm really pumped for the day.
1: Yay. Yeah.
0: So, okay, topic. What do you want to talk about with me today?
1: Well, I had a question for you today. Okay. My question is... Would you rather live in a camper or on a sailboat for the next year?
0: Hmm. I'd probably do, like, a camper van, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'd probably do the camper van because I'd want to, like, you can do the the ocean or or water equivalent by going, like, port to port to port, right? But I want to, like, be able to drive and go to different cities and different parks and things like that. Yeah. when I was younger, when I was in my early 20s, you know, the kind of like the Korea and like first tech job era, there was a time where I kind of flirted with the idea of work, like doing um like digital nomad stuff, like uh, get a, a satellite enabled internet card for my laptop so I could work anywhere and then just go camping for weeks at a time and just still be able to do my digital marketing work. But this was before COVID and this was, you know, I mean, this was, got what, 12 years ago now at this point. Uh, so working remotely was not the norm. And I've known people, I've been actually really close to some people who have made it work, but they did it a little bit later. They did it maybe five after five years after I was thinking about starting to do it. Not that I was like early on it or anything. I got really inspired by a guy who writes a blog who I've talked about before, Tynan. Uh, I haven't read his blog in a long time. I probably should just to go see what he's up to because he's a really interesting person. Oh, you can hear our cats scratching the cat tree. Uh, we use the cat tree for uh, noise dampening and like to make the room sound softer. No, I'm just kidding. This is just my office. There's a cat tree in here. I love my cats. But yeah, back to this guy Tynan. Uh, one of the things that really inspired me about him is that he led or he leads a really unconventional lifestyle. He went. He's the kind of person who like went to a semester at college, dropped out, like did his something. He was a professional poker player for a while, and he's just like he he writes uh ebooks and he does a, a few various other things. I think he like leads workshops now on how to do certain things. But early on in his career, he did live out of a van for multiple years, where he would just drive back and forth from Austin, Texas, to San Francisco, and he just like rented a parking spot and just lived. You know, out of a van on the street, you know, in two of the nicer tech cities. Uh, I guess Austin at that point had not blown up yet uh, in the same way. But yeah, I think he was paying something like 450 bucks a month for a, a place to park his van that he lived out of, uh, which was way less than rent in those cities for sure. And his van's paid off, and he can go wherever he wants. Just cost of gas, that kind of thing. So expenses really low. A lot of things about the minimalism of it, because you you're forced to be a minimalist in this in either situation, the boat or the van, right? And that's something that's jived with me for a long time. You know, up until recently, I hadn't wanted to really accumulate stuff. You know, it's new for me to want to have art. You know, because before, you know, I'd, I'd have a few trinkets that would be small enough to you know pack and take with me wherever I was. You know, because, like, living in living abroad in Korea, I still had, like, my little, I have, like, a little cigar box of mementos, right? So there's, like, I don't know, like, little statues and medals and pieces of jewelry and, like, ticket stubs, photos, um, you know, not really chronologically ordered, but I know what they are when I see them, you know? So, you know, when I get Alzheimer's, uh, you know, hopefully, like, 80 years from now, you can put that box in front of me and I'll become lucid again.
1: Wow, Yeah.
0: So yeah, how do you like that answer? What do, you, what do you think about that? Sounds good. So how about you, what are you, a uh, boat, van, or are you thinking like palanquin that's carried by six really buff dudes, you know, where they got the bar on each of their shoulders and you've got this bed that's surrounded by uh, fabric because no one is worthy of seeing your beautiful everything?
1: Well, as amazing as that sounds, if I had to decide between living in a camper or a sailboat for a year, I also would 100% go with camper. Um, I'm less comfortable on the water. Like, I'm not completely uncomfortable on the water, but it's not my preference. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I'm not a super strong swimmer. And... That's true. I just... Kind of like you said, I like the freedom of a camper as far as, like, more easily being able to stop and um, go outside and... You have more
0: agency in a camper. yeah. It feels like anyway. And... And, you know, if, you're, if your car breaks down, you're not going to drown.
1: Exactly. And so... And you're more likely to be able to get help mm-hmm. than on a sailboat. And... Yeah, I would honestly say neither option sounds that appealing to me. Like, I like the stability of, like, living in a single place. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big travel person. And there's never been a time in my life where I wanted to travel extensively... And honestly, I will say my relationship with travel has changed a lot over the last two years. Like two years ago, if you asked me, I would have said I didn't like traveling. Mm-hmm. And then two years ago, um, I worked with my therapist to do a type of therapy called EMDR um, that can help process trauma or process like things you, you're averse to. And I had kind of an aversion to traveling, and so we did some, like, future template EMDR where I I envisioned traveling while doing the EMDR therapy, and it helped me process the things that were making me anxious about it, and it kind of all revolved around a feeling of general unsafety inside, like, feeling less secure and safe while I was traveling. Mm -hmm. And once I processed that, I was able to take a few trips last year, um... And the year before, um, without you, because, like, when I travel without you, I have a tendency to be more anxious. So when I was doing EMDR, I started small with just envisioning going to my friend's lake house that um, some of my girlfriends from grad school and I go to on occasion for a few days at a time. And I just imagined being there and feeling safe and secure, even though you're not there, and um, did EMDR around that. And then I just have envisioned like taking a plane because I had a trip planned to New York last early last year with my mom and my sister. And I like basically envisioned the trip in my mind while doing EMDR and like it helped take away some a lot of the anxiety around it. And I ended up having a great time on the trip. Yeah. I was able to go to Florida with my girlfriends for like a week a couple years ago and not be anxious there. Mm-hmm. Um but I will say That the most, like, no trip has changed my view of travel like Bora Bora did. Mm. Granted, you were there with me as well. But I just remember, like, feeling completely at ease, completely safe, and completely peaceful. Mm. And it was the first time I'd ever felt that serene while traveling. And so I'm really grateful that we had the opportunity to take that trip. I'm really grateful I had the opportunity to experience travel in that way. And it's kind of motivated me to want to travel more moving forward. Mm-hmm. Probably not spending a year in a camper or a no. year on a sailboat. Not at like, this point. But, like, a week or two of travel s- s- is sounding, like, more and more appealing to me.
0: I think, like, nine days of, of good traveling. Like, mm-hmm. maybe moving around a handful of times. Like, three. Three mm-hmm. or less times during the nine days mm-hmm. is nice. With, a, like, you know, a couple... You know, just as many three big things that you're trying to do. Yeah, and then I'm yeah.
1: getting back with a couple of days of recovery time. Yep. Because I like to recover after a trip. Yep. Before jumping back into work.
0: Yeah, so it's like a short two weeks or a long one week. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm totally in the same boat, especially with where we're at in life, where we've got you know certain financial and professional goals and things like that. So.
1: Yeah. So yes, out of the two, I would definitely pick camper. I think it would be a good experience for me. What you were saying about you have to be a little bit more minimalist because you have mm-hmm. to pack light if you're in a camper. Um, that is something I would struggle with, but in a good way. Like it would help me grow because mm-hmm. I tend to be more of a maximalist in most things in life, mm-hmm. and I overpack anytime I'm traveling, even if it's for like an overnight stay at a friend's house. I tend to overpack, and so we've been watching more videos on like, like
0: what's how to pack it? while traveling
1: yeah how to pack in a way that's more what's that word not condensed economical like economical packing for travel and that kind of inspired me a little bit to like figure out how to be more like minimalist and economical when I do pack for trips so I think it'd be a good experience for me to be in a little camper ideally with you
0: oh little camper little camper that's gonna be your nickname now little camper
1: little camper it's
0: me